and it's called Coffee Mate Creamer. Now, now that goes after the jugular of a lot of people. Yeah, well, if you put a creamer in your coffee, it's no, it's a simple upgrade. You get a better creamer. Last thing here, it has artificial flavors, and the last ingredient it says contains a milk derivative. <laughs> what is this? Hey guys, it's Matt Johnson, and welcome back to our Rest Eat Move podcast. Um, as today is Halloween, we thought the theme for today, um, podcast number 135, is the spooky things we put in our body. And we're going to try to have some fun. It's not saying that you should never consume some of these things. In many cases, you probably shouldn't, but uh, we're going to try to have some fun. I got my father, Chris Johnson, here. Some of these items, he actually made a living delivering, so they're not necessarily things we've never touched, never consumed. Um, but it's kind of comical, some of these ingredients, some of these foods that we call food. So the spooky things we put in our body. How do you feel about this podcast? Well, I, <laughs> this is, you know, back in the day, you know, I used, to, I used to have these all these foods on a table when I was speaking. In fact, you and Kristen kind of convinced me, like, you don't need to have five bins going to every speaking event. But people would start looking at it like, that's not good for you. And then I would explain it. And so anyway. It was your flair. It was my flair. And so people could actually see it, touch it. And um, I actually use uh, some props um, for one event that I do six times a year. So um, it is fun to use them. It, people kind of resonate. You know, they're not quite sure what the heck's about to happen. What's the setting, too? Like you said, use it props. If we're doing a keynote, it's kind of clunky. But... Sometimes when you have them, like when we have them here in our space, it's nice to have these props because then they can actually see it and help speed up some of the thoughts that they have and beliefs. You know, yeah, like, and it's not telling people that they're idiots or fools for putting this in their body, but you got to just have some awareness sometimes, and uh, you'll find out pretty quickly in this podcast. Some of this stuff is common sense, but when it becomes everyday habits, um, when you're marketed it every single day, when it becomes the normal thing to reach for some of these things, um, we just kind of lose, well, lose it, our self-awareness <laughs> of what, what's spooky and what's not spooky. Well, and I think the other thing, too, everybody will know when they're either watching or listening, they've heard of these products before. Oh, yeah. These they, are, they've, they've tried, the, and, I've, and I've eaten everything on this table, so I can't say that, well, not everything, but pretty much most everything I've kind of grew up on. So, And then the last thing is, is we, we really want you to understand that a calorie does not equal a calorie and so we'll get into that as we go today but yeah we're not trying to say we've never touched these before i've had my fair share of some of these things and we'll we'll get into it as we go so i thought what we could do because the list of spooky things we put in our body i mean what's a typical grocery store have from skews oh it's it's thousands 50, and thousands 000? yeah it's thousands and thousands so, of so we're gonna do top 10 spookiest foods um, that we put in our body, spookiest things we put in our body, because some of these you can't call food. Um, and we're kind of going to go back and forth. I have some, he has some. And we're going to start with number 10. So we're going to work to number one, and number one is going to be the worst thing we can put in our body. Um, some of these, it was a, a, a kind of a push. So uh, there's no scientific reason for these other than <laughs> yeah. just coming yeah, up we... with the top 10, whether it's the most common um, and most spooky things. So I'm going to start with number 10, which are Pop-Tarts. And when I look at a Pop-Tart, um, 
you know, they, they got the beautiful packaging. They try to attract you. They got the s'more flavor, the blueberry flavor, the sprinkles, the, all these things. And trust me, I like Pop-Tarts. But when you look at these ingredients, I mean, flip it over, there's 50-plus ingredients. Uh, most of these things are not food. You know, it's B12, B11. Which one do you have there? This is a frosted blueberry. Does it have blueberries in it? <laughs> um, it has dried blueberries, dried grapes, dried apples. Um, I'm not sure. Why what. does it have grapes and apples when it's blueberry? It somehow makes that jelly. Makes I don't know what those sprinkles are. It's a cheaper sweetener. Caramel color, cornstarch, red 40, blue 2, blue 1, um, turmeric extract. Is that what makes it blue? Is the blue... Corn syrup, high fructose, TBHQ, which you'll find in almost anything that we're talking about today, which is a um, kind of a preservative. Kind of? It's an antioxidant, but that's a bad word for it because it's not a healthy antioxidant. Um, What would happen to that blueberry Pop-Tart if you left it out for a while? Yeah, it's going to have a pretty long shelf life. And so number 10, blue, uh, you know, Pop-Tarts. Um, my kids like Pop-Tarts. I like Pop-Tarts. There's much better versions of a Pop-Tart with better ingredients. Not saying that you are eating it for a health item, but just making simple upgrades on a better Pop-Tart or a better breakfast. I mean, what's a Pop-Tart for? Usually for a breakfast out the door, on the go. Um, again, you, you put that in the toaster Get that warm, gooey filling. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's I, better versions of a type of a Pop-Tart. Yeah, and you got yeah. a Nutri-Grain bar over there. These are the same types of things. They're meant yeah. to last forever. Um, they're meant to be gooey and oozy and, and looking very pleasant to the eye. Marketing's so, incredible. Number 10 is Pop-Tarts. What's All right, I have nine? number nine. So I used to sell this stuff. So I used to sell. Used I worked to make at Frito-Lay. On these yep, six and a half years when I was in going to grad school and... The number one selling chip in the world today is the Dorito. So again, these which, are which color, red or blue? Um, it's it's definitely the red. You, you got the Cool Ranch was the blue, and you got Taco, and you got I mean I'm I can tell you all of them. How the tacos sell? The tacos would sell uh, pretty good at certain times of the year, but then when they came out with the Cool Ranch, that came was over. a big deal. And then obviously this is the traditional I one. I think that, I'm more of a Cool Ranch. Now, you have to know that this is selling a lot because it's advertised in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they got I mean, some profit. So there's a little profit here. But if you looked at the ingredients, the first ingredient is corn, followed by vegetable oil. And then it has maltodextrin. It has monosodium glutamate. It has... Did you, have a, did you get a PhD um, to sell these things? Because what if someone said, well, what's in it? Well, sometimes I would tell them not to eat it. I hear somebody talking about they have this and this and this, and, I'm, and I was in grad school, and I'm telling them, well, you probably shouldn't eat that because most people thought, well, it has no cholesterol. Well, cholesterol comes from an animal product. Last, I'll finish up with this. Now it has many, many colors, yellow 6, yellow 5, and red 40. So um, that, and then you got Cheez-Its. I mean, I've had a fair amount of cheese. Yeah, one of the things I noticed in the cheese it when I was looking at the ingredients again is that, um, you know, that item T T H B Q um, T B H Q, and so that's a antioxidant to keep the fats stable longer. 
Yeah, so what it does is they take a soybean or a soybean palm, palm oil, mix and it then, together. Yep, and then it creates. So it won't go rancid. Yeah, so it goes rancid. It keeps it forever. And that's why it makes it nice and soft and gooey. And so whatever. when you're like, what's that unique flavor? Yeah. <laughs> so so again, can... back to if you like a tortilla chip, you can get uh, simple three ingredients. And this one has probably close to 50 ingredients. So. And the same thing goes here. You're just Better trying to upgrade it over time. But, you know, with the football season here, people are doing a lot of this. Just start to upgrade. But, but just more aware. Can't say you can't ever eat these, but it made our into our top yeah, 10 Yeah, and tell, tell the listeners as you worked in the grocery store, where would they put uh, Doritos in the show? Well, all the grocery stores are set up the same way. Your best seller is always number one. So, so at Frito-Lay, the number one selling chip was a Dorito on one end. And the other selling, best-selling ship was a ruffle on the other. And then they would sandwich bring everything, in. sandwich the munchos and funyuns. If you go to the beer aisle, you're going to have Bud Light on one end. You're going to have the, you know, same thing with Coke. You're going to have, you know, Diet Coke on one end and, you know, whatever it is. So when yeah. you go to the grocery store next time, check that out. The big, the big, uh, cons- you know, big companies, they'll have always their best-selling items on each end to help you suck you into those aisles. And again, all your good stuff's around the perimeter of the store, not in the middle of the middle of the store. All right. So number eight's for me. I'm going to talk about soda pop beverages. Um, I have Crystal Light, some of these additives. I got Gatorade. And so one of the things that stood out for me is um, if you just look at some of these things, what do you, what do you notice without needing your glasses on? Because he needs his glasses on to read the ingredients. But what do you notice without your glasses? Well, there's, there's, there's nothing natural looking at those colors. I mean, <laughs> so they glow what, in the dark. What kind of it, it glows I mean, in the dark? And again, it's very stimulating. So you got this this neon greenish Mountain Dew. Obviously, sinking high energy, 290 calories. By the way, a calorie doesn't equal to a calorie, but this has 77 grams of sugar. So um, if you took that and just pulled out white sugar, you would just see like uh, like a half a cup. At the yeah. bottom of that container, yeah, erythrobic acid. Is that something you got in the in the aisle? So that's you know those are other things. I see a lot of kids. This is the number one thing they're dr- drinking. Not water, not even pop. They're just sipping on this Gatorade all day. And well, and again, you're setting up some lifestyle habits that get into you know early adulthood and and on and on. I hear this all the time. But if you if you start to drink this a lot, your taste buds are going to be so oh. sensitive to wanting that sugar. And so well, again, yeah, it glows in the dark. Let's stop just for a second. You just hit it right on the head. When you consume a Mountain Dew and a Pop-Tart for breakfast, you're you're basically destroying your taste buds. And then if you're starting eating cleaner and you've ever put that stuff in your mouth, you're like holy cow what the heck is this so that's definitely um it doesn't happen overnight but it's a slow drip yeah so then then the other question is well is diet soda is better so the diet soda has zero calories mountain dew pepsi coke you know it's going to have 250 plus calories this has zero no sugar no calories why is this bad for for you you look at the ingredients you got caramel color aspartame phosphoric acid which is the carbonation citric acid, and then they add the caffeine. So it's just not food. So when we're talking about the spooky foods or the spooky items, this is, this is not food, and it becomes very addictive. It becomes something that's going to start to make your body more acidic. You're going to start to have other issues down the road. So beverages are a big deal. I'm not saying you never should have a diet soda. Maybe like 
um, you know, diet soda once in a while, or you you like some of these a Coke, uh, going to the movie or uh, root beer. Both me and you like a, a root beer, but if we're gonna do it, we're gonna enjoy it. We'll try to do it less often. But one of the big things I'm seeing a lot of are some of these. Let's stop this step for a second here. So, how does a diet coke make you gain weight? Yeah, because it's zero calories, right? No yeah. sugar. So, so how does it make you gain weight? Because it, it's going to start to skew your pH. And, when and you, so, when it skews the pH, what's it doing? It leaches out minerals, and one of the minerals is a mineral called iodine. And iodine is the mineral to support your thyroid. Thyroid's going to regulate your metabolism. You start to see how something as innocent as saying. I'm going to have this crystal light in my water or this diet Coke um, in the afternoon, and I do three, four, five of them, and now I gain some weight. Now I can't lose weight. Now I'm on Synthroid or some type of thyroid medication. It's not that the food you're looking at and saying, okay, it has no calories. It should be good for me. It should be bad for me. It's what's in it. That's why we're talking about the spooky items we put in our body. It's really looking at these ingredients. It's really looking at what is it, what makes it blue what makes it green what makes it pink what makes it sweet what makes it salty these are the questions um and so diet soda leaches out iodine iodine supports your thyroid no it doesn't have any calories but we see a lot of people gain a ton of weight can't lose weight not sure next thing you know we find out they have five six seven and the so too is they believe they can't lose the weight anymore or like Coke Zero or yeah. these items that, you know, they have really good marketing. If, and if Coke Zero tastes as good as a Coke and they tell you it has nothing in it, again, we if we're not looking at, okay, why, or thinking through those things, it, it can be pretty easy to go down that path. One last point, though. Crystal Light, some of these additives to the waters. Um, listen what's in Crystal Light. Five calories. So there's no calories. There's no sugar. Citric acid. Potassium citrate, maltodextrin, calcium phosphate, aspartame. You never want to really put aspartame in your body. I don't see a need to put aspartame in your body. Contains less than 2% of natural artificial flavors. Uh, Red 40, blue 1, those combinations make it pink. And so I hear a lot of people say, Matt, I don't like the taste of water. Back to what you're saying. Well, if all you're doing is drinking things that are fake, artificial, yeah, water's going to taste probably pretty boring. But I don't know about you, but... I love the taste of water, and I don't even know if it's the taste that quen- you know it quenches thirst. It makes you feel good. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't like the taste of water. <laughs> what? Well, but we, you, we better learn how to like the. Well, taste. you could, and you could add uh, lemons, limes, you could lemons, limes, fruits. oranges, cucumbers. You know, there's tons of things. So that's number eight. Soda pop beverages. We could spend all day on these things. Um, that's my number eight. What's number seven? With I wouldn't say this is really horrendous but you see it a lot and that is you know the crummy peanut butter and we have one downstairs that's 23 years old so this is i to me what really makes it spooky is people think it's healthy and so it's in every end cap of every grocery store remember when they started to advertise it as healthy is that what they started with so many people say to me and then I hear people, I shouldn't eat peanut butter. Well, it's not about peanut butter. It's the quality of the peanut right, butter. The so when you look at what scares, what scares, you know, not scares people, but when you look at this and you would compare that to real peanut butter, it's going to have exactly the same caloric, fat, N- nutrient, pro- facts. nutrient facts identical. But really where it gets sideways here is it now gets into, 
you take that vegetable oil and partially hydrogenate it, and that's what keeps it the shelf life forever. So as I mentioned downstairs, it's 23 years old. So if you like peanut butter, it's a simple switch. You just move over to real peanut butter and should have one, possibly two ingredients, and that second ingredient would be like sea salt. And that's one of my, I would say, I'm not a food snob. You know, if I go to a restaurant, I don't say what kind of chicken is it, what kind, where did you get it? I'm just at a restaurant to enjoy it. But if I'm going to get a smoothie and the smoothie has peanut butter in it, I ask them every time, what kind of peanut butter is in it? Because it is easy to get a jug of yeah, trans so when you're fat at the, peanut butter. Yeah, when you're at the airport and they make smoothies, they're using this peanut butter. Right. I'm not interested because that makes the cell rock hard like an M&M. So you're trying to do something healthy, and peanut butter can be very healthy. Next thing you know, they use poor quality peanut right. butter. Almond butter, cashew butter, peanut butter. Well, anyway, so And the other one here is this Nutrigrain bar. So if you looked at this, thing looks so amazingly healthy. And so I used to call this the, the death bar back in the day, and I quit calling it the death bar. But the reason I call it this, because if you looked at the ingredients here, I don't even have enough time to read this ingredient list. And this thing will last forever. And it looks here, it's, it's Nutrigrain soft-baked apples and cinnamon. Man, I'm going to feed my kids here. But it starts, <laughs> I, oh, this is ingredient list is unbelievable. Partially hydrogenated oil, it's got, I, I can't even. It's spooky. It's spooky. So the bottom line is if you can see this, the ingredient list forever. So the reason we're pointing these out is they give people the faults yeah. ho- that these are relatively healthy. If you like this kind of thing, and that's why we have our own bars, and we, you can buy your you know, peanut butter really high quality. With real food. With real food. So that's, that, that, those are those two. All right, we'll speed up a little bit here. So I'm going to number six, and this is something that I really have a tough time with is the, the Velveeta or the, the cheese that doesn't is liquid. <laughs> so their slogan's liquid gold. I mean, this is – I love macaroni and cheese. My kids love macaroni and cheese. If you're going to give your kids macaroni and cheese, consume macaroni and cheese – Make it something that you feel pretty good about uh, feeding them. Now, it's just about the ingredients. So if you're going to have box macaroni and cheese, buy better box macaroni and cheese with better ingredients. Um, again, one of the things that makes this spooky to me, and it's their slogan, is it's liquid. Saturated fat like cheese should not ever be liquid unless it gets heated. If it's liquid, there's it's some not, other... <laughs> it's not food. <laughs> Let me let me share with you one thing. So Olo, you don't you don't have any Olo resin paprika. So I grew up on that. That's the only cheese we ever had in our house. You're doing pretty good. Yeah, that was the only cheese. Make we'd make grilled cheese. Put on, but I did a, I did a thing a while back at our house. We live in a nature preserve, and I took that Velveeta cheese in July and I put it on a white plate. And I took I can't believe it's butter, and I put put it in a white plate. And I took it out, and I put it out in the nature preserve, and there's varmints everywhere. And I come back like a couple days later, and it's completely like a clear, it's like a clear blob. <laughs> the yellow has gone over to the side. The I can't believe it's butter sitting there, and not one bug or animal has, <laughs> has touched it. Touch it. Now, if you put real butter out there or anything else, they would gobble it up. And none of the animals or the bugs touched it. Anyway, that was my, <laughs> it's not real food. if it's not real food, so the six, animals So Velveeta, the liquid gold. Um, that's very spooky to me. What's number five? All right, this is really spooky, and it's called Coffee Mate Creamer. Now, now that goes after the jugular of a lot of people. Yeah, well, if you put a creamer in your coffee, 
it's no, it's a simple upgrade. You get a better creamer. Well, this time of year they got the pumpkin flavor. Oh gosh, the... yeah. But let me just share with you the this is this will outlive everybody that's listening to this this podcast. How can you today. have a creamer that doesn't have to be refrigerated? Well, well, because the first ingredient is corn syrup salads. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> and then we know. go ahead. And the second ingredient is hydrogenated vegetable oil. So and it's then we, trans fat. It's a trans sweetener. fat makes your cells rock hard. There's no food in this at all. So it's not really. It's not really a creamer. It's a sweet. It's a sweetener. It's a sweetener that has Cream. this amazingly unhealthy fat that makes the you know. And then it's got soybean oil and. Now we're not great judges. Neither one of us drink coffee. I'm not sure what this does for people's coffee. But if you do like coffee, like Kristen does, mom like. They, they just use real cream. And one last thing here. It has artificial flavors. And the last ingredient, it says, contains a milk derivative. <laughs> what is this? So if you're doing this, ladies and gentlemen, very time squeaky. to change tomorrow because this is a killing your gut, killing derivative. your cells. All right. So number four, um, this is a whole category. I just have a couple of things that I <laughs> bought at a typical drugstore, and these are your anti-inflammatories, ibuprofen, Aleve, Tylenol, um, Advil. These are, some of them are going to be different types of um, anti-inflammatories. You got the non-steroid anti-inflammatory, and then you have uh, Tylenol, which is acetaminophen. Um, here's the problem here. Most people take this for a headache. Most people take this for a little bit of inflammation or pain. What happens is, is about approximately 60 million people take an anti-inflammatory daily. What it does is it really starts to wreak havoc on our digestion, our gut health. Motrin, I forgot Motrin, it, it fell down there. So why this is spooky, if you have pain, inflammation, uh, if you have a headache, I think there's better questions to ask. Now, once in a while, if you, you, know, you had too many cocktails, sprained your ankle, uh, poison ivy, yeah, you might want to take an anti-inflammatory. You had the cracked tooth, you know, and you couldn't see the doctor. You're going to probably need an, a little bit of pain, probably not the severe stuff, but a little bit of pain meds to manage the pain. If you're taking this on a daily basis, you're going to wreak havoc on the gut. Next thing you know, you're going to have other issues. You're going to have leaky gut. You're going to have digestive problems because you're not going after the source of problems. So why this is spooky to me is because it is everywhere. You go to Costco, you go to Sam's, you got the industrial size. I mean, it looks like things just seem so crazy to me that it's so common to take an anti-inflammatory. You're in the locker room, you're on an airplane, you're uh, with friends. Everybody's got anti-inflammatories in their bags, in their purse, in their um, carry-ons. If you ask me for an anti-inflammatory, I won't even know where to look in my house. It's there somewhere for uh, an emergency, but not something that I'm looking for on a, on a regular basis. And I think that's the big point you're making is that it's not that you can't take it for a bee sting or toothache or whatever it might be, but it's so common and nobody thinks twice about it. And then they have all these other issues. You know, the FDA just came out a little while ago talking about baby aspirin that's not good for you. They made so, a mistake. That yeah, they made a mistake. Well, recommending these, it for you make these, this is a mistake. So 60 it, million people take it every day. Well, and again, it, it, and you see in the United it, States. if you go to a golf course, you see it in the pro shop or the, uh, the locker room. People are like, what? And then you see it in health clubs. We were just at the health club today. 
many health clubs just have it there to take if you're going to go out and work out. Like, hey. <laughs> like a Tic Tac. Yeah, it's like a Tic Tac. So we just have to create this awareness that this kills your gut. And that's going to, if your goal is to try to have less inflammation, then you got to look at what things help to lower inflammation. But that, that ain't it right there. All right, number three, what do you have? I have. You're going to do three and two. I'll I got one. one of my favorites of all time. This is what I grew up on. It's called Miracle Whip. Grammy would really be disappointed. Grammy though. loved Miracle Whip. We never had mayonnaise. We had Miracle Whip. And we would have bloney sandwiches. So Miracle Whip had bread. to come out in the 60s. Yeah, this came out in the 60s. And it had a little different you taste than, than the, the traditional mayonnaise. But if you really, this is not food. <laughs> This is not it's miracle. It's a it's it's miracle. Whatever. It's a miracle whip. Think about that. And it was established in 1933. Oh, 33. So let me just read the ingredients real quickly here, because you're going to notice real quickly. So the first ingredient of miracle whip is water, followed by soybean oil, which is a really crummy processed oil, followed by high fructose corn syrup, vinegar, modified cornstarch. It does have some eggs in there, natural flavoring, uh, potassium sorbate as a preservative, paprika, and dried garlic. So this is not food. Yeah, miracle. So if you're putting a spread on something, again, there's so yeah, many wonderful avocado, options out there. Mayo, so avocado, mayo. Avocado, mayo. Just get real food. Yeah. So this ain't it. Okay. What's number right. two? You're going to do three and two. Yeah, so the other one is these, kind of like what you're talking about, these anti-inflammatories is this digestive stuff. And this is the same conversation that if you walk down any aisle, this goes crazy. Now, when you think of Alka-Seltzer, this is really popular. They used to have these funny commercials way back in the day. Plop, plop. But it's, it's Alka. means it's trying to alkalize the body. So I'm trying to change my pH right here. So really unhealthy for the gut. Well, I noticed in that one, that one now, ha- now they put an Alka-Seltzer, and maybe they always did, um, they put an NSAID in there, so they put it. Oh yeah! Oh, this has it. Yeah. So oh you, yeah. So you got a headache. You got. Oh yeah, heartburn, your, upset stomach, indigestion, dig- acid indigestion with headaches and body aches. <laughs> so it wasn't enough. They just helped. Now they're going to help it all. They're putting it all in there. And again, this is a big list here. All right. The other one, I really think about this. Why would you ever? And then again, they advertise this is it's 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 good for calcium. It's Tums, and it has. It has a gripper on it. You could grip this thing, and it comes in like 13 different flavors. Yeah, they, is, they now have a green version, which is more natural. Oh, more natural. Yeah, the bottle. But think green. about this. Why would you ever put this in the body? Again, Do you if chew I have those, what's that? Do you chew those? Yeah, these are chewables. Oh, chewables. Oh yeah, and they help you with bone health, right? <laughs> so this is just crazy that we hook, line, and sinker consume this. And then this thing here. I mean, look at the color. Pepto-Bismol. Look at this thing. Five symptom release. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea. Okay? I mean, and the last one was one of my favorites. My grandmother. You should should have dressed up for Halloween with the Pepto-Bismol. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. So way back in the day, my grandma loved to watch Lawrence Walk. And the seniors would be always advertising this thing called Philip's Milk of Magnesia. And they would drink this, and the next thing you know, they were smiling. Well, it helps, it helps with constipation. And the, the, not, the ingredient here, it says sugar-free, and it says cramp-free. It's, that's it advertises. It doesn't cause cramping. What? It's as high in magnesium what helps to and that's you. Like a, that's like a turquoise blue, isn't it? It's, it's craziness, yeah. right? So this is the stuff that's that we spooky. see 
every day. Yeah, I think I think both me and you um, we kind of lose our mind when we go down the digestive aisle from a any store. I mean, it is colorful. It is vast. And these are amazingly expensive. Amazingly expensive. You got the security tops on them and. And if you're saying to yourself, how would I improve my digestion? Might be water with lemon, might be eating an apple. I mean, and if you're constipated or have diarrhea, some serious stuff's going on. If your body is constipated or you're moving it out too quickly, the body's telling you something is out of balance. And why don't we listen to that? Well, I'm going to go and eat a bunch of crap, so I'm going to take this to, you know, so you can see how this starts to Yeah, roll. again, I eat crap, you eat crap, but we, we pay for it. And so part of, I think part of the gift of eating crap is the self, uh, the symptoms of saying, ah, I don't quite feel good. Because if we felt good eating crap, well, we'd all eat crap. And one last thing I'll mention before I'll let you wrap up, but if you are constipated or you're having diarrhea, there's something out of balance. And do not try to disguise that. The first thing I ask all my clients is about the bowls. The bowel, how many bowel movements do you take a day? And then I ask them, what, they're like, nobody's ever asked me that before. That should be one of the number one things. If I took my dog Floyd, or you had Boji, that if your dog's not having a regular bowel movement, well, they got a, we got a problem. It's no different than human beings. If it's going out too quickly or staying there too long, we got a problem. And toxicity starts to follow. So do not, do not think this is the answer. Yeah, I mean, I can't... I, I've never consumed any of those things over there. Maybe Pepto-Bismol when I was a kid for some weird reason, you know, have the flu. I don't think we ever had this in the house. So I, yeah. I don't know who is consuming those things. But when we do find people that are consuming those things, they have a laundry list of other issues. And, and, and is again, just... this is being consumed by a lot of people. Like you're talking about 60 million people a day are yeah. doing, you know, the anti-inflammatories, you know, by the size of the grocery store aisle with this stuff, it's incredible. And as I mentioned earlier, it's very expensive. All right. So number one, and I would say this is the one thing we're, we're both passionate about that we should never consume our energy drinks. And, uh, and I'll tell you the opposite of an energy drink in a second. So I just have two here. There's so many more, uh, and they're all different. Some, some have sugar, some have caffeine, some have no sugar, some have no caffeine, some have just, uh, taurine, choline, hypertrophic supplements. Um, you got Red Bull here, and that's going to be more of a taurine and caffeine and some other uh, stimulants and sugar. Then you got the 5-Hour the Energy that has no sugar, sugar-free. But think about this. 5-Hour Energy has 20,833% of your B12. 20,000% of your B12. Even a Red Bull only has about 200, no, 80% of your B12. So this thing has 20,000% of your B12. It doesn't even list the calories because that it's calorie-free. It's just really a, a supplement, a stimulant. And it's only 1.93 ounce. It's not that much liquid. You know, a Red Bull... How do they that, get that much jet fuel in that thing? I mean, that is unbelievable. That's, 20, that's a good, good question. The food scientists are incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at the history of a five-hour energy, the the business person who discovered this, he discovered it at a convention. He took a sip. He said, "Wow, I feel like I'm bulletproof," you know, for five hours. And uh, he figured out a way to bottle it. And so this thing, 
and these things have gone crazy and you see them in kids hands i you know i'm at a health club and i can't help myself the trainers have them while they're training i uh met my son's uh football he's in first grade playing flag football the varsity kids are there helping they all have energy drinks in their hands while they're coaching on the field it's just as a it's a crazy time the marketing is fantastic you know red bull does some amazing events i, I think even events I like to watch. You got Monster, you got Rockstar, you got all of these things. We got to back up and say these are some of the spookiest things we can put in our body. They're stimulating our adrenal glands. That's where we're getting the energy. And then we're overstimulating, overstimulating, and we just need more and more and more. And we've seen young kids with heart attacks. We've seen the brain issues. So these are some of the spookiest foods. And now what we're seeing, both me and you are seeing this because we travel a lot and a lot of people rely on this when they travel, right? They, they need that, that energy is the opposite. So if this is a stimulant, we need to reduce the stimulant. Well, well, that could be called a depressant, or I just call it the opposite of a, a stimulant. And there's this thing called dream water. You, you like to joke about it. I saw it this week at the, at the hotel. I sent you a picture, but they got such good marketing. The flavor is snoozeberry. <laughs> so we're going to snooze because we're having the snoozeberry flavor. They use GABA, which is a, kind of a sedative. They use melatonin because, you know, it helps you fall asleep. And then 5-HTP, uh, which improves the quality of your sleep. And so really good marketing. They call this the sleep stat blend. But when you look at the ingredients, this is not what the body needs for good night's sleep. You're consuming this because you're using too much of this. You're not consuming sleep water because you're drinking water and eating whole Well, it's interesting. You said like when you go in almost every airport and you go into these convenience type stores, on one side of the cash register, you have those, the energy drinks. To the moon. And the other side, you have the dream water. And if I'm doing too much of this, take this. And if I'm doing too much of this, take this. So, and you said this a while back when you wrote Capacity, why do we... how can we not feel like we can get through the day without that? Without manufacturing energy. I, How do we do that? I mean, 15 years ago, probably, uh, maybe 20 years ago now, I remember seeing the first Red Bull. And uh, I've had a sip of Red Bull in my life. I haven't had more than that. Now, obviously, they make the bombs, and you're at the the bar. And so that's what took them off, is they started to mix them with the vodka. Right. The, the, the Jaeger bombs, the vodka vodka red bull um and they just did, did such a good job marketing the events the lifestyle you know look at the bottle um I mean, it this says is vit- vitalizes the body and mind yeah it's got it's got minerals in it it's got it gives vitamins you wing, in there gives you wings yeah, so gives you wings hey one other thing here so when i wrote the rusty move book so i went into um my our local pharmacy and i was searching for energy drinks and you got the, you know, you got the five hour and you got this and that. But then I saw the 16 hour <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, you, can you imagine these chemists going, you know, we got to come up with something <laughs> 16 different. Hours. We can't, we can't come up with the five hour, eight hour. Let's do the 16 hour. What is in the 16 hour? I mean, what would that do to your Yeah, Yeah, we're, we're not here to tell people what to eat. We're just kind of a guide. But not be to, aware. Not telling people how to parent. But I would say if you see your kids, <laughs> if you p- see people around you, don't be the beverage police but the one beverage nobody should really be ever consuming 
is an energy drink. And what's and the... I see too many kids drinking these things like they're not a problem, and they're going to cause really a lot of so, problems. So let's just kind of let's just touch on that real quickly. So what's the big problem consuming an energy drink? What would be a few of the side effects you would, or the the effects? I wouldn't say side effects. What would be the effects? Well, I would say the biggest one is it's stimulating the body at the adrenal level probably more than you need to stimulate the adrenals. And so if the adrenals get stimulated and then you're still not at the energy you want, they need more stimulation. So you're just going to become dependent. The other thing is it makes it, the body very acidic. Probably the most acidic thing you can put in the body is an energy drink. It's about 1.5 on a pH scale. And so you're just leaching out all these minerals that help with energy, help with digestion, help with your hormones. Um, How about gut health? Gut health, it just destroys your villa because so, it's so acidic. So just thinking about it, wiping all the good stuff out. Would that help your sleep? No, and then you're overstimulated. <laughs> you're really going to impact the sleep. And then the last one is the brain. All these neurotransmitters, all these regulators, you're going to just be up and down. Uh, you're is that going to be serotonin. good for anxiety? Not good for anxiety. Um, and so we got to step back. We got to say, why are we low on energy? I think energy is the, our most precious commodity. You've heard us talk about that. But you don't get energy from a box, a bag, a drink. You get it from eating real food, having good quality rest, and also how, how you kind of regulate the adrenals in the nervous system so you don't become dependent on it and so these are our top 10 spooky foods there's so many other spooky foods but there's so many healthy foods that taste amazing that can please the senses that look uh, like they taste good but we got to kind of sometimes step back and say let's let's try to not put some of the spooky stuff in our body um, we wish everybody a happy halloween we know that uh this can be a fun time um, maybe that 20% in the 80-20, we can utilize that a little bit more. But um, I'm getting hungry. Let's go have some uh, liquid gold. Let's throw, throw back a couple of these beverages. And uh, thanks for joining us. If you need anything at any time, any questions, you, you want to send us some spooky foods that you found, we'd love to take a look at them. Uh, until next time, we'll see you and uh, try to eliminate some of the spookiness. 